Good evening, everyone. Uh, welcome to our midweek podcast for Mavilla Presbyterian Church uh, for Tuesday, the 22nd of June. We trust that you're all keeping safe and well. Uh, and uh, through this next half hour, we'll take some time in Jesus' name uh, to know of his blessings, to know of the joy it is uh, to follow him in our lives. You're all very welcome. Uh, and we trust that you may know that warmth of Christian fellowship uh, as we take this time together. Um, just let, to let you know that our church building remains open for Sunday worship at 11 o'clock on Sunday. Uh, if you are, are planning to uh, start attending again, you haven't been for the last while, uh, please do let Brian uh, know before 5 o'clock on Friday. Uh, that just gives us an opportunity uh, to plan for the seating uh, for the Sunday. Well, as we come together this evening, we're going to continue uh, to look at some uh, verses in the Gospel of Matthew. We're thinking this evening what it means uh, to uh, learn about the kingdom of God. But as we come to God now, let us read these familiar words from Psalm 42. As the deer pants for streams of water, so my soul pants for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. As we come together this evening, it is our prayer uh, that we may know God speaking to us. We may know what it means to seek him in every way. So let us come before him now in prayer. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks for what you are. We recognise, Lord, that you are the one who is the sustainer of all things. And so we look to give you the glory. We look to give you uh, the worship that is due to your name. And Lord, as we come together this evening, we come together in the name of Jesus recognising that it is in him that we can have a confidence in knowing you. Heavenly Father, we recognise your power and glory working in our lives. And Lord, we look uh, to know of you guiding us each day. For Lord, that is where uh, we find direction uh, that is for we find a true purpose in life. And Heavenly Father, we come before you this evening, recognising all too often how, Lord, we can put our own ambitions ahead of other things in life. How we can uh, continue, Lord, to put what we feel is important first and foremost in life. And so we ask, Heavenly Father, that we may recognise your calling on our lives. To know of what it means, Lord, to serve you, the living God, rather than any earthly purpose. Help us know, Heavenly Father, of what it means to seek you in every part of our lives. And Lord, as we come together this evening, we look to the one who will speak powerfully through his word. We look uh, to what it means to be part of your kingdom and to have that joy of knowing your rich, rich promises all in the Lord Jesus. And so we ask 
that you may go before us this evening, that we may know of the joy of you working in our lives. And Lord, we ask all these things now in Jesus' loving name. Amen. Well, just before we come uh, to our scripture reading this evening, uh, we're going to listen to uh, an item of praise uh, sung to us uh, by Jonathan Ray and his family. And this item of praise is called, Hear the Call of the Kingdom. Turn with me now to our scripture reading, uh, which is found in the Gospel of Matthew. And we're going to read Matthew 13, and we're going to read verses 44 to 52. Matthew 13 and verses 44 to 52. This is the Word of God. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field. When a man found it, he hid it again. And then in his joy went and sold all he had and bought that field. Again the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant looking for fine pearls. When he found one of great value he went away and sold everything he had and bought it. Once again 
The kingdom of heaven is like a net that was let down into the lake and caught all kinds of fish. When it was full, the fishermen pulled it up on the shore. Then they sat down and collected the good fish in baskets, but threw the bad away. This is how it will be at the end of the age. The angels will come and separate the wicked from the righteous and throw them into the uh, blazing furnace where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Have you understood all these things? Jesus asked. Yes, they replied. He said to them, Therefore every teacher of the law who has become a disciple in the kingdom of heaven is like the owner of a house who brings out of his storeroom new treasures as well as old. And here we end the reading of God's word to us this evening. Well, as we come to this passage, let us uh, come to pray to God first of all. Heavenly Father, as we take time in your word this evening, Lord, we recognise the treasure that is in it. And so, Lord, we pray as we bring our lives before you, that we may taste of this treasure. We may know of what it means to lay all other things aside. So, Lord, that we may take uh, property of it, that we may take joy in what you have told us. In Jesus' name we ask it. Amen. Well, I wonder what you think about uh, when you think of the kingdom of God. When you think about what we have been brought into in Jesus' name. And sometimes you can think, oh, there's nothing uh, that um, we can know this side of eternity. It isn't until uh, God uh, reveals to us what he is doing um, in, uh, after this world is over that we may truly know it. That's a very false way of looking and what the Bible teaches us about the kingdom of God. Because Jesus here in these uh, four very short parables is showing us so much about what it means to belong to the kingdom of God. Preparing us for that time and when we will uh, be with him for eternity. The big picture of the chapter of uh, chapter 13 of Matthew uh, follows uh, that the kingdom of heaven has arrived. It's here and it is growing. Uh, it is growing not as the world sees, but it's growing spiritually. And wherever its message is heard, there will be confrontation. There will be division for those who take up the promises and believe it and those who don't. And those who are deaf and blind confirm it by their stubborn refusal to consider the claims of Jesus, the King, seriously. But the whole kingdom is here now. It is also not yet here in its fullness. And when that day comes, as it, it most certainly will, then the seed will be fully grown and there will be no more rejection of the King, simply his rejection of those who have rejected him. So the passage starts here with two very short uh, parables in verse 44 and verse 45. They're two uh, parables that go together. Both stress uh, the great value of the kingdom. 
It is worth any sacrifice, uh, both the stress, cost of gaining it. It will cost all that we have. The treasure, first of all, in the first parable is found by a poor man. He came across it by accident. There he was, engaged in his daily toil, expecting little, rather bored as he ploughed the field. And then suddenly his ploughshare hit a box. He dug it up, opened it, and the precious jewels came flowing from it. He was thrilled a bit and quickly hid it again until he could go and buy the field. And the first question is, is this something uh, that uh, is um, is ethically uh, dubious? Is this something that he's trying to uh, uh, cross somebody else out of? Well, not by Jewish law. Because it says if a man finds scattered money, it belongs to the finder, said the rabbis. The point of the parable is clear. Some people discover the worth of the kingdom by accident. They are plowing the familiar furrow of life when suddenly, against all expectation, they find the treasure. And what a marvellous picture this is of discovering Jesus. And when they come across it, when they see uh, the treasure of it, they hold on to it. They take everything else out of life so that they may take, uh, they take this promise on. He is worth any sacrifice to secure. And in verse 45 then, we have another little parable saying the same thing. The pearl of great value is found by a rich man. He came across it after a long and patient search. A pearl fancier by profession. He knew perfection when he saw it. And he never had seen it until he discovered this pearl. A most illuminating picture of the kingdom and the king. There are other pearls in the market. There are other things of great value. But none is compared to the pearl of great value. That is how some people find the kingdom of God. They try many faiths, they try many walks of life, and they may gain much from them. But one day, they find the loveliest thing in all the world, and they give it all to gain it. This is, again, the picture of the kingdom of God. Recognising that through all that we may taste in life, this is the greatest thing that we can take hold of. So the message of these twin parables is clear. People find the kingdom in many ways. Some come upon it by accident and some after a long and patient search. But it is treasure. It is the beautiful pearl. It is something that when they find it, they will give everything else up to hold on to it. And then next, in verses 47 uh, down to 50, we have this picture uh, of the kingdom of heaven um, uh, like a net. This parable brings uh, the series of these teachings to an end. If the first had challenged the hearers to reflect on what their response to Jesus was now. This was this uh, parable challenges them about their perseverance until the last. Where will they stand? 
when Jesus comes again. For this parable is really about the judgment, about separation. It will be when the net of the kingdom is drawn to the shore. When all this world comes to an end and Jesus returns, it will be uh, God who does the sorting then, not people. He knows what is in each of our hearts. And in the end, he is the one uh, who will recognise those who are following him and those who are not. Now is the time to take up this promise so that we may be the ones uh, who uh, are collected in the baskets rather than thrown away into destruction and to eternal torment. And notice at the end of this passage, Jesus wants people to understand these things. Have you understood what I'm saying to you? It's not about an intellectual challenge. It's not about uh, getting everything right. But it's about understanding what Jesus is saying to us. Uh, about our eternal destination, about what it means to put our trust in him. And then the last parable here in verse 52. Jesus talks about those who will follow him, those who are teaching about the kingdom of God to others. And he shows them that when the Lord calls for us, what will our response be? The series uh, of parables which begin with rejection of the word by human souls ends with the rejection of human souls by God. But here we see the eagerness for God uh, to uh, hold on to those who are trusting in him. And as witnesses of him, we recognise that he is calling us to teach others about this kingdom of heaven. And like an owner of a house, we uh, may go into our cupboards, we may go into uh, the, the stores that we have, and we can show others about the things that we have learnt uh, uh, very recently about God. But we also can go back right to the very first time we trusted in God and the things that he has taught us from the very beginning. And through these parables, Jesus teaches us many different things about the kingdom of God. And through our Christian walk, through our walk with Jesus, he will teach us many things about him. I'm sure over this last year, uh, through this pandemic, we have learnt more things about what it means to follow God. And so what he is calling us here to do is to use those things uh, to show others of what it means to follow him. For we long for to be kingdom builders in this world, to know of what it means uh, to show others of the great treasure that we have found in Jesus. Let us come before him now, in Jesus' name. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks for the joy of knowing you, for the joy of seeking you in our lives. And so we pray, Lord, that you may use us to be those kingdom builders,
here in this fallen world to show others the great promises of you. And we ask these things now in Jesus' loving name. Amen. We're going to listen to another praise now sung to us by Jonathan Ray and his family entitled Leaning on the Everlasting Arms. As we usually do um, at the end of of our podcast, we're going to take some time now in prayers for one another. And as we do that, let me read uh, this verse uh, again from Psalm 42 that we read at the start uh, of our um, meeting this evening. Psalm 42, verse 11. Why are you downcast, O my soul? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, 
for I will yet praise him, my Saviour and my God. It can be so easy, can't it, to recognise the things going on in this world, to be frustrated and to be confused by them. You know what God's word continually tells us is to put our hope in God, to recognise him as the one where true fulfilment and and living hope lies. And so we come before um, God this evening to pray for one another. We want to continue to lift up those who are dealing with ill health through these days. We want to continue to pray for those who are uh, mourning the loss of loved ones. We want to continue to lift up those who are uh, frustrated and uh, anxious about the road ahead. We want to continue to pray, as we've been thinking about this evening, about being kingdom builders here in this world. That God has given us a purpose, a job to do, uh, to show others of his glory and his power. And no matter, no matter who we are and what abilities we have in life, if we are following Jesus, he has given us this purpose. He has given us the opportunity to do these things. So let us come before our God now in prayer. Heavenly Father, we come before you this evening, recognising your power and glory in all that we may do. Knowing, Lord, that in you, Lord, we have the rich, rich promises. And so, Lord, we look to you this evening. We bring before you those, Lord, who are dealing with difficulties in their lives through these days. Lord, we want to bring, lift up before you those who are dealing with ill health at this time. And Lord, we pray for the treatment that they are receiving. Lord, we pray uh, that they may get to speak uh, to the right health, health professionals that they need to that they may get the the right uh, scans and tests done that they need to. Uh, And Lord, that these may come back quickly and that they may continue to know, Lord, uh, of you, their heavenly shepherd, walking with them through these days. Lord, we also want to lift up before you those who are hurting um, at this time, especially those who have lost loved ones over these last while. And Lord, we ask that they may know uh, of your hand upon them and all that they may face. They may know, Lord, of what it means to trust in you through these days. To know of what it means, Lord, uh, to seek you in every situation. And Lord, we want to bring before you um, those, Lord, who uh, are anxious and afraid of what the future may hold. We pray for those making big decisions about their life through these days, whether it is in work or in school, whether it is with relationships, Lord, we ask that they may know, Lord, of your hand upon them, looking to guide and direct them. We long, Lord, to know of you working in our lives each day. And Lord, we want to give you thanks, Lord, for answered prayers through these last weeks. 
for the opportunities we have, Lord, uh, to follow you. The opportunities, Lord, to come into our church building to worship you. The opportunities to meet with Christian friends, Lord, uh, and to uh, talk about the things of you. And Lord, we pray that may continue to grow through the coming weeks and months ahead. That we may know the rich uh, joy it is to meet together in your name and to follow you. Lord, uh, we recognise, Lord, the uh, change and the uh, uncertainty that the world that we live in uh, uh, has. And so, Lord, we pray that we may see that certainty that you bring into life, that we may see you as our rock in all that we may face. Lord, we ask all these things now, in the great and in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Well, thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, And may you know God's rich blessing working through your life throughout this week. And we finish together with the words of the benediction. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen.